Ever had a launch go not quite like you planned? You need to listen to today's episode. I'm talking all about what to do if your launch flops and how to keep moving forward. So stay tuned. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. On today's episode, I am talking all about flopped launches. Now, you may be wondering, what's the difference between a flopped launch and a failed launch? And the biggest difference is I don't believe in failed launches. I don't believe that an activity where you put yourself out there and you do the thing can possibly fail. You did it. You launched. It was not at all a failure, but only because we have this weird Uh, association with the word failure that I hesitate to use that word when it comes to launching. So I like to use the word flopped launch instead. A flopped launch is a launch that did not quite go according to plan, whether that means that you didn't hit your goal or something happened in the middle of it that made it feel like it wasn't quite what you were looking for or maybe your commitment during the launch flopped, something happened within the context of the launch that did not quite go according to plan, and the outcome of that launch was not what you were hoping for. So whether that means that you had zero sales, or maybe that means that your conversion rate wasn't where you wanted it to be, all of those would fall under this umbrella of being a potentially flopped launch. And if you're like literally anybody who has ever launched anything before, you may have experienced a flopped launch. The only people who have not experienced a flopped launch are people who have never launched anything. I can think of all of the mentors that I've worked with and all of the people in the industry who have experience have all had flopped launches. And while that may seem confusing or surprising to those plebs of us down here. Everybody experiences this. Everybody has launches that don't quite go according to plan. So if you are in that place right now, or you've had one in the past, this is something that you are not alone in. This is a very normal part of launching, and it's what you do next that really matters. What I see a lot of people do when they have a launch that doesn't go according to plan is they tend to completely clean house. They think I, they go all the way from like, I need a completely different offer, right? Or they're like, I need to redo everything. I need to go on evergreen. I need to rewrite all my emails. I need to do a completely different launch mechanism. And it's like, whoa, You don't need to do something, you don't need to like set off an atomic bomb in your business because your launch didn't go according to plan. 
Last week, um, if you're listening to this in real time, I shared a reel about creating your course before you launch it. And that is something I have an episode on if you want to learn more about not monetizing before you make it with your online course and why that's important. But I shared a reel and somebody left a comment saying, yeah, if you launch your course and no one buys it, you can just piece it out into freebies and content and you didn't create a course that flopped. You created a lot of content. And I create another reel in response to this. Go check out my Instagram at just.oconnell underscore. That was like, whoa, why are we completely abandoning ship? You created the course. The launch didn't go according to plan. The next step is not to completely abandon the course. What? No. And so I'm going to talk about what you should do instead. What you shouldn't do is completely abandon your course, change your name, change your Instagram handle, and start a different business. And I know so many people who do this who launch their course the first time and nobody buys it. So they go into witness protection and never talk about it ever again. And that is not the way to become known as an authority or as the go-to person in your industry for what you do. What you should do instead is what I'm going to talk about on today's episode. So there are really three things after a launch that you should do in order to keep moving forward after a launch that has flopped or did not go according to your plan. And this is something that I have done myself because I too have had flopped launches. This is something that I teach people to do and something I'm actually talking about in the Launch Experiment Masterclass coming up this week. So if you're listening to this in real time, uh, definitely check that out. Go to jessoconnell.com forward slash experiment to register for that. And if you're not listening in real time, the replay will be available at that link. So go check out the Launch Experiment Masterclass because we're going to go way deeper into all of these things in that masterclass. So let's dive into it. The first thing that you should do after your launch has flopped is do your launch debrief. Now I know you may be saying, but just nobody bought anything. Why do I need to do a debrief? You need to do a debrief more now than ever, right? If no one has bought anything, or even more so, if less people bought than you were hoping, you need to know your numbers. If you do not do your launch debrief, you will have no idea how it actually went. Like I've talked about on past episodes, your emotions are not a good indicator of the success or failure of a launch. And so really trusting, like, I don't feel like it went that well is not a good enough indicator that you had a flop launch. So The first thing is to do the debrief, know your numbers. That will give you the data in order to move forward. Oftentimes, one of the number one reasons somebody had a flop launch is because their audience wasn't big enough. And in the last episode from last week, I talked about the three things you should do before you launch. And one of those is make sure you have an audience of at least a hundred people opted in to your launch. If you do not have a hundred people going through your launch, you're not going to get accurate data because like I said, one to 3% conversion is pretty standard. So with a hundred people, that's one to three people. You can see if you only have 50 people in your launch, how getting zero sales would be actually statistically normal, right? Because that would be half of a person would be 1%. So you really need at least 100 people to go through your launch to get accurate data. So doing your numbers, knowing how many people went through your launch, and then being able to see where things were 
missing or things were off track there is a really good place to start. Also, we tend to be afraid of that which we don't look at, right? This is the reason people don't get on the scale for a year and then finally get on and realize they gained 50 pounds. When you're afraid to look at something things go awry. Let go of the fear of the numbers and become empowered by the numbers. Step on the scale. Get your debrief done. Look at the numbers. They don't mean anything about you. They're just numbers. Same thing with the number on the scale, right? It's just data. And you have to look at the data in order to improve the data. So the first step in not going into witness protection and completely changing your business after a flopped launch is do the debrief. Look at the numbers. That is absolutely the first step. The second thing from there is learn from the numbers. This is something that I see almost nobody talking about in the online launching space and is really the hill that I will die on when it comes to launching. But you have to learn from your launches. Your launches are not a pass-fail opportunity. You didn't either get the gold star A+, or you're a complete failure. That's not how launching works. And if you're looking at launching as this binary, yes, no, pass-fail thing, you're missing such an opportunity to learn from your launches. After you do the debrief, you should look at the numbers and see what did I learn from this? What areas can be improved? And determine three variables that you can test in your next launch. Like I was saying at the beginning, what happens is people have a launch, it doesn't go according to plan, and then they completely scrap the entire launch and sometimes their entire business and go try something else. But how can you expect to create repeatable results if you're gonna completely start from scratch every single time? You do not need to kerosene torch your launches, you need to be more discerning than that. So by picking three variables that you can test, you're going to be able to set up the next experiment in a way that's going to get you even better data because you're not changing everything. If you know anything about running a science experiment, you know that you need variables that you are testing. If you run a completely different experiment each time, there's no way to tell what actually caused the change. And this is what I see people struggling with so much with their launches is they change five to 10 things. They change everything about their launch and it doesn't go better. And then they don't know what they broke because, well, last time I actually had a better conversion rate, but this time it completely tanked and now I don't know what's going on. You do not want to be in this situation. By choosing three variables to test, you're giving yourself three very clear places that you're looking for change. And whether good or bad, whether it improves the outcome or doesn't, you know what caused that change. So you don't need to write a new sales page, write all new emails, completely change your business name, completely change your launch mechanism. Like you do not need to torch the whole thing. You only need to pick three things. And to make this even easier, I have broken this into the three areas that you should pick one thing from. And the reason why these are the three areas that you should pick from is that they're fairly isolated incidents within your launch. So you can see, okay, I did this thing in the audience growth department pre-launch and I can see a tangible thing that my audience did grow or it didn't grow. I can, And so each one you can kind of isolate and see, okay, what were the effects of that one thing that I tested in this zone of my launch? So the three zones Number one is pre-launch audience growth. Between your launches, you should be getting more people into your ecosystem. You should be growing your audience. That means growing your list. That means growing on Instagram. That means growing your podcast listeners or wherever you are marketing to your audience. Audience growth 
is important. And so without even thinking about your actual launch mechanism, what is one area that you can change your strategy and test a new strategy in the area of audience growth? Number two is promotion for your launch. So this is when you're promoting your webinar, promoting whatever your launch mechanism is. Maybe you send more emails. Maybe you go on other people's podcasts to get the word out. Maybe you do a freebie earlier on in your sales mechanism or in your launch runway to attract better leads into the launch, right? What are you doing in the promotion phase of your launch where you are getting people opted in to your launch? So that is the second phase that you can test a new strategy to try to improve your opt-in numbers by shifting your strategy in the area of promotion. And then the third area is the sales phase. So this is during your sales mechanism. This is during your launch. This is the whole part where the offer is out there and you are making the sale. Can you improve your webinar? Can you change your launch mechanism? Can you write different emails? But only pick one of those things, right? And maybe it's not rewriting your whole email sequence, but tweaking the messaging in it a little bit. Maybe it is like, re-updating your sales page, right? One of those things in the area of sales um, can be updated. So those are the three areas you're gonna pick one thing in each to test. Pick one variable from each section to then go into your next launch experiment with. And then number three is design and run another launch experiment. So now that you know your numbers, And what actually happened in that flopped launch, you've determined the three variables that you're going to test in this next launch experiment, then you're going to design your launch experiment and run another launch. And so by designing your experiment, you're laying out what is your hypothesis, what do you think will happen, what is your procedure, what are you going to do in order to get that potential outcome, laying out your promotion, your audience growth, and your launch mechanism, And then how are you going to measure that success? What is the baseline of that data that you're looking for? Is it like, are you looking for 100 new people in your audience or would 50 be success to you? So by creating benchmarks to know if this was actually a better result for you is going to be really important in measuring how the new experiment went. And then obviously running the launch experiment, going through your launch plan, following the launch formula that you get inside my programs, and really working the process and removing your emotions from the outcome and following the step-by-step procedure of a launch to test those variables and get that next outcome. So that is what you should do after a flopped launch. And sure, you may be thinking, wait, like there's no, like, be in high vibes, attract other people, like just love and light. No, because I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I believe in testing variables, following a procedure, and that is how you're going to get to the next level of your launches. And at that point, after you run your next launch experiment, guess what you're going to do next? You're going to do the debrief, and then you're going to determine three variables, and then you're going to run another launch experiment. And that is how you scale your launches. That is how you create a repeatable, scalable, proven launch asset that then you can turn on evergreen and make money on demand. So 
If you want to learn more about this process, what it is to run a launch experiment, how to set one up, and really how to learn from your launches so that you can create more repeatable launches, you definitely don't want to miss out on that masterclass. And like I said, if you missed it live, don't worry. You can go to jessoconnell.com forward slash masterclass to watch the replay now. And let me know if you have any questions, if you liked today's episode, if this was helpful, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at just.oconnell underscore. And I will see you in my next episode. 